What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. Let's talk Hoya. Hola. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So... I'll drive this. Last noticias. <laughs> we do have Hoya news today. So, first and foremost, the new year started the bestest and the brightest because ours truly... Adam oh, posted gosh. a YouTube video. <laughs> she was feeling motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really good one, guys. So if you haven't seen it and you want to, if you want to see some of Adam's baby Hoya and then in a year see how big, ginormous, enormous they get, then <laughs> go hop on, watch that one so then you can see them grow up. I know, but the thing is, I'm a little worried now because some of those I may want to cut. And propagate mm. to sell. So, okay, but, but, then, but then I want like... to be a problem because they're already <laughs> like you. Like, okay, literally last time we cut a plant, you were like, okay, and then we made like a dozen plants, and it was still huge. Yeah, <laughs> it was still Jurassic Park inside of your house. No, the only one that really like took a trimming was the what was it? Oh, the globulosa. Yeah, we but cut that's that because it well, it decapitated itself. It so, did, yeah. what happened? Because it was like one. It was one long vine that had split off into Y's a few times. Times, but wrapped around a trellis mm -hmm. and when I was unwrapping it we were gonna cut some of it off like it just I, I, I took it off the trellis and then it just snapped itself it just mm. but I know. now I have a piece of that you do yeah wait can we make a little your voice is a little bit quieter than mine or Jesse's I feel like is it yeah there we go well sorry listeners if there if you notice anything there perfect should we just start over again no. No. Okay. I don't think I can. I think I don't think I can pretend that we didn't just do that. <laughs> I remember that one time we had to. <laughs> that just it was painful. <laughs> oh my 
my goodness. But anyway, yeah. So that's a good one. Go support our good old Adam Adam. Who's that? And not dude. Oh. Oh Not yeah, Thanks. where can go? Where where can they go see this v- wonderful video, Adam? Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Not dude. K N O T. I also K N O T D E. Um, I also put out a new video on my travel channel with Steve. Oh, oh yeah, I did see that. That's right today. Yeah, yeah, we recorded that back in April. So if that tells you about my mental <laughs> <laughs> stability. <laughs> I mean, but, but hey, new year, new you. Exactly. But also it lets you relive a vacation. So I'm like, it's it's still kind of fun. Like yeah. I, you kind of like forget all the things you did. But then when you have to edit a video of you doing those things, you're like, oh, I remember that. No, that's yeah. so sweet. So, yeah, go check it out. But in the world of Hoya, there was a publication. Actually, it's not a new publication. Rada. Yeah. Our good old Mikel. But, you know, this isn't a new publication because it came out in July of 2022. I think sometimes it's just hard for us to catch publications or know that they're out there because it's not like they're like, I feel like a lot of my news I get probably from like Facebook groups or Instagram, but it's not like they're posting that out there. So really the only way you find it is if you go on to some of the research publication websites and you scroll through and you happen to happen upon it. So I know somebody in one of the Facebook groups um, posted this one, said, oh, there's a new publication out there and I hadn't heard of it. But this one's from July 2022, published by Rahayu, Ahmad, and Rada. And it's two new species a subspecies, and six new records of Hoya from Sulawesi, Indonesia. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I did a little like peeksy peeksy and looked through the article because um, I didn't have a chance to finish it yet. But How this one, you? I know, I'm just real <laughs> slacking this year already. The nerd is slacking. Oh, frick. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're into caudata or small-leaved Hoya, Ooh. Yeah, you should take a look. Oh, I know. Okay, so, so they are very easy to miss, and there's no mm-hmm. like Google alerts set because today I was searching for a publication for Hoya Rotusa, which mm-hmm. has been published. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Like, why, why? What am I doing wrong, Lydia? I don't know. Sometimes they're published in like different places, and you have to. It's kind of hard. They don't. They don't make it easy frustrating okay i know but this one there will be a nice fresh new shiny little link posted is is there actual (laughs) photos or just drawn photos of no actual (laughs) photos because this is a new one it was just published in 2022 why isn't that linked on uh our trello so i can look at it here oh i have it on here i downloaded the article if you want to see it later okay okay i just want to see a picture of those leaves that you just Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Caudata vibes, small leaf vibes. You guys should take a look. Yeah, and that was a big point of making this podcast is like bringing those things up. And maybe you might not look on the Facebook groups, but you're hearing it now. And maybe that'll make you go um, click on our link and take a look-see. Yeah. yeah. So you, Love can, that. you can always find <laughs> our <laughs> Hoya News linked onto our show notes when she can find the link um, officially, you can find the link at the end of this episode, but also on our Instagram. So. Yeah. Las noticias. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, what are we talking about today, Lydia? Guys, we're going to talk about Hoya Bloom. Ooh. 
Ooh, we're gonna talk about genitals. Oh, yes, Blooms. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think I should say though that I'm having allergies today, and if my voice sounds funny, that's why. Because <sighs> those genitals, that pollen just got all up in your face. Yes, I was outside uh, weed wacky <laughs> yesterday, and. Remind me never to do that before recording again. <laughs> Got all up in there. <laughs> all up in there. Uh, the whole country is like frozen and you're like, and I had to cut my weeds. I know. <laughs> they were feathering and blooming. <laughs> well, I sent you guys a picture of like the grass all over my glasses. Yeah, yeah it was like all over your face, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But now I sound funny. So I wanted to make sure and say that. Sultry. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but I'm excited because I feel like when I first got into Hoya, blooms were like, eh, that's not why I collected Hoya. I collected it for for the foliage. But as time has gone on, and my favorite Hoya being the thin-leaved Hoya, and a lot of them have like my favorite type of blooms, now I'm like all about them. So I'm excited. Yeah. Double excited. Yeah. I bet there is a video of me talking about Hoya on YouTube where I said... I don't really care about Hoya blooms <laughs> because I'll never get to see them. So I usually pick my Hoya out by how the foliage looks. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we've all been there because I'm like big leaves, veiny leaves. I Big want the veiny. leaves to like just pop. And now I'm like, oh, my God, that's such a cute bloom. Oh, my God, that bloom is so fluffy. I need it. Okay. But piggyback off of Adam's comment being like, I don't care about the blooms when literally the other day he was saying, um, nothing is blooming right now. I'm so sad. Why Wait, is nothing blooming? What about your thumb sunny eye that has like 200 blooms I on know, it? I know, but he well, was like, usually, he's like, usually so many things are blooming at the same time and only one thing is blooming right now. And then I was over the other day and he goes, things are blooming again. I'm so happy. I'm like, okay, wow. What a problem to hashtag yeah. Flex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a tough it was a tough trend. It was there's a couple tough months in there. Okay, it was tough. like two days, two tough days for meanwhile, Dunk Daddy. Meanwhile, his plants are still like growing, like yeah. feet and feet, and he was like, "But it's not blooming." See, I weed I weed whack weeds. Adam weed wax Hoya. Yeah, bro, the amount of sweeping I have to do for those dead blooms. Oh goodness, I can't it imagine. Is, wow. <laughs> It is a weight to bear, but the Thompsonii is blooming. It has tons of buds all over it. Oh, you're going to have to post but that But they one. still haven't opened. It's going to be like all pink once they and open. And I got my shiny new macro lens and I want to take a damn photo of that and, and it's flower. Not but can you take like a vibey little photo of the Thompsonii with all of the blooms on it? Oh, yeah. And we can what post a little saying? reel or something. A waiting, yeah. a waiting pot won't boil. A watched pot. Hey, yeah. So, so. yeah. Yeah. So you're you just like, <laughs> you're just like there with your macro lens. And the yeah, I know. blooms have been like, I'm not going to come out because I'm naked. Yeah. Well, and I need to rinse that one because it, it doesn't, I wanted to do a time lapse of the blooms, but it's covered in sulfur still. So I'm like, oh, I really need to do but so. I feel like sulfur is a look for 2023. Yeah. You're right. So it's fine. Actually, no, we don't want it to be. That was a look for 2022. 2023, we're just manifesting. No more silver. No more silver. Oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, there still might be some people at like the tail end of it because I feel like it really exploded at like the end of 2022. So yeah. if you're actually doing the full treatment cycle, then there will be some lingering peeps in 2023. She gave me a look because I, 
uh, yeeted away from my full treatment cycle. <laughs> so that was a very pointed comment. No, it no, felt I'm very just pointed. saying. She's no, like, no, so no, next no. time Adam complains about <laughs> flat mites, let's remind him about not completing yeah. his full cycle. She was like, so if you did a full cycle. Not a lazy cycle. <laughs> That shouldn't be a problem anymore. <laughs> I love but that. Anyway, should we just start out with going over some of the nitty gritty things like the anatomy of a Hoya Bloom? Yes. And then and then we'll go over some more fun things. You know why? I think we should. Do you know why I'm excited about the anatomy? <laughs> why? <It's> because <laughs> Juicy I, Anatomy. <laughs> because I'm excited for you to tell the world how you remember what the corona or the corolla is. Oh no, don't do that. Yes. <gasps> Wait, I don't know this. Tell me. So the <laughs> so on a flower bud, mm-hmm. the corona is the inner part of the flower, but the corolla is the outer part of the flower. Like the fuzzy mm-hmm. stuff that usually kind of folds back with the lacanosa. Yeah, but if you like, they sound pretty similar, and it's hard to distinguish them. But the way that I remember Corona is from the coronavirus, how we like stayed inside. So Corona is the inside. <laughs> and then Corolla is the outside. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> that wasn't okay. the one I was going to do, but that's a, good, that's a good one. It works, though, because I was like yeah. all excited. And then was just like taking me back to coronavirus, and I'm triggered all over the place. Coronavirus. <laughs> me, the world's biggest extrovert, I have to stay home. And she's like, oh, Corona, corona is me to stay inside. Anyway. So anyway, okay, if so, that helps anybody else, you're welcome. Yeah. I mean, it's helped me because I hate it, but also it's memorable. Yeah. You know? yeah. See, I was thinking like Toyota Corolla. But like what? Outside. My car's outside. I don't know. Oh. Outside of a car. Oh, that's too complicated for me. That's actually a pretty good one. How is that more complicated <laughs> than staying inside for coronavirus, <laughs> going outside to my Corolla because car? What if, what if my Corolla car is inside the garage? <laughs> <laughs> and what if I don't believe in coronavirus, so I still went outside? Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Big joke. <laughs> Uh, Delete that. <laughs> Did you see my eyes go big? Yeah. Like, oh. No, we all we all stayed home, y'all. So anyway, okay. And so, now it's twenty twenty three, and we're yeah. talking about Hoya Blue. <laughs> so we're just gonna move past that. Yeah. So the anatomy of the flower, uh, which that is very helpful to remember the pieces of the individual flower, but. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about the whole... Should we talk about the bloom anatomy from peduncle up, out, down, mm. <laughs> wherever? Yeah. What's a peduncle, dunk daddy? <laughs> Tell us. The dunk daddy. Uh, well, a dunk daddy. I don't really have a professional <laughs> definition of a peduncle, but so that's the- where... That's, it, that's where the flowers come from. Yeah. So the peduncle, sometimes people also call it a inflorescent stem, is that flower stalk that everyone always refers to and is our flower giver. Um, but it's 
between, it grows between the petiole and the stem of the plant. So sometimes when someone has like a new vine growing, they confuse that new growth with a peduncle. But if you look closely, then you want to look for that growth that's happening between that petiole and stem. A lot of times it looks like like a second arm that's yeah. like coming out. And then you know that that's a, that's a peduncle. So. Right. But very quickly after they come out, they usually point downwards. So that's also should help you because if something's still facing directly up that's not good that's not a peduncle it's yeah. most likely not a peduncle yeah unless there's that didn't you have that one hoya where the yes. um the peduncle mm-hmm. sticks out straight laterally yes yep it's elliptica so sometimes it happens there's but only a few hoya yeah but most of them do point down yeah so at the end of a peduncle is a spur and that's where the flowers the buds essentially will start developing so yeah, the flowers come from the the spur, but that grows longer and longer each time it flowers. Which is, <laughs> yeah, I have some pretty big spurs, ladies. Do you? <laughs> Dunk Daddy has a huge spur, but uh, <laughs> no. Why but, did um, I laugh so But a lot of people, like there have been some people that confuse the, a very long spur on their peduncle with the age of the Hoya, which you can't really, because some Hoya flower constantly yeah. over and over and over again, like immediately. And I have like a lot of my lacrinosas when the flowers are open, I can already see the spur producing new flowers right behind yes. them while they're open. Yes. Which is why we recommend not to cut off the spurs or the peduncles oh, after yeah. they've bloomed once because a lot of Hoyas will rebloom there. And if they won't, they usually fall off on their own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can cut them off at a certain point if you're not enjoying the scent, which is our next anatomy piece, right? Ooh, what is it? The scent? The pedicels. The pedicel. Once a flower blooms, you can mm-hmm. cut it at the pedicel to remove yes, the flowers yes. if you no longer want them. So the pedicel is the flower stem. So that's what attaches the flower bud to the spur, yeah. which is on the peduncle. So that's that like skinnier yeah. little stem that really makes it feel like it's like a little flower in a little bouquet. Yeah. A, bu- a bouquet. A bouquet. Um, yeah. I don't know why people would want to cut off like Hoya flowers impersonally, but you know, like April had talked to us in her episode, there's one Hoya flower that just smells awful. Cat pee? Yeah. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have said like species affinity Bertinet mm-hmm. also smells awful. Mine bloomed a lot and I couldn't smell anything, but I think my nose is broken. Yeah. But also Kelly from Spork Utility, her son, she thinks, is allergic to um, pollen. And so she'll let them like form up Open. and then she cuts them off. Yeah. That's true. So, but what I do is cause I don't like it when all of my blooms just like fall off and they're everywhere. So as soon as I see a tinge of yellow on the pedestal, cause they go slightly yellow before they're going to fall off. At least the ones that I have gotten. But. Okay. okay. I don't know. I'm going to have to look. Yeah. But they go like the color changes and it gets like a slightly yellowish, like I'm going to die kind of vibe. And then if you just like, Like literally just tap it, it falls off. So at that point, I'll just tap them and I grab them, like pinch them between my fingers and take them off and then I throw them away so they don't get everywhere. Lydia would. (laughs) Lydia would do that to nature. Yes, she would. I thought it was so cute how in the picture I posted this week, the blooms of my Lacanosa that recently bloomed fell, but the leaf caught it. 
Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I was in this <laughs> moment where I was like, this is nature. It's so beautiful. And it happened to me. And I like went, took a bunch of pictures of it. And then I was like, oh, it's dead flowers. Okay. No, but they're cute. I thought it was cute how the leaf caught the yeah. the dead blooms. Like, don't leave me. Yeah. yeah. Don't leave me. Um, I don't leave. Oh, that was good. Oh God. I did a pun. Yeah, you did. Oh my gosh. Um, so just to recap there, pedicels is a little stem that holds the bud mm-hmm. that forms into the actual flower. Maybe we'll make like a little infographic something. Yeah. Just so that you can visually I have see plenty it. Plenty. Yes. Of photos yes. Of Adam we does. Mm-hmm. No, I'm yeah, just I do. <laughs> um, but then the flower has its own anatomy. Yeah. So the so most of the time when we look at the flowers that have formed and like the bloom itself, most people will just call it like the bloom or the flowers of the Hoya, but um, that's actually called the umbel or the inflorescence, which is the actual flower stalks. Um, and umbel is actually from a Latin word um, for parcel, sunshade, so akin to like umbrella. So you can think of it as. Under my umbrella. Because yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> It yeah. like looks like a like if it's a whole cluster of blooms. Oh yeah, it looks like a little umbrella. It's, so especially carnosa. Yeah, because it's such a big bloomer, but also it's just a widespread bloom. <gasps> Bro, what if someone made an umbrella and it looked like a freaking carnosa bloom when you opened it? Oh my gosh, trademarked, registered. <laughs> we gotta do that. <laughs> and then we made a fuzzy. <laughs> Okay, well. That anyway. might defeat the umbrella purpose. Anyway. <laughs> We're talking about cogs here. Cost of goods sold, Lydia. I don't know if we can afford the fuzzy. <laughs> we tried. We can make it scratch and sniff and smell like chocolate, though. Oh, goodness. Um, so, but yeah. yeah tell umble. me about the, the uh, anatomy of the flower bud itself. The flower bud itself. Okay, so mm-hmm. the flower bud itself has pretty much the same anatomy, I think, as... Most other flowers. But the bud is like the flower that we're talking about now. Okay. The flower. Just letting people know, just in case they don't know. So we've already discussed what that. The, we already discussed that, like the gummy, juicy part in the middle is the corona. It's the mm-hmm. inside. And then the fuzzy, star shaped, some blooms, star shaped, some nod. Is the Corolla. The outside of the flower. Yes. And And you were saying that some of those bend just out and some of them bend like almost into themselves backwards? Yeah, there's different kinds of Corolla shapes. Um the most common ones that I'm aware of, um, like a reflexed Corolla, means that the multiflora. Corolla yeah goes back all the way. It's so like on a multiflora, they call it akin to like a shooting star yeah. because it really looks like a shooting star, but that Corolla goes shoots straight back. Yes, um, but they also have flat Corollas, which is much like the Carnosa, mm-hmm, Caudata. Yeah, that that kind of. The star is presenting it. Like you see a star. Yeah. It shape. like opens and then it stops at the horizon, basically. Yeah. Um, another one is Revolute Corolla. Yeah. Which is like the Lacunosa. Yeah. Or that the whole Corolla just folds itself under, like kind of rolls like yeah. a little rug. Piquito. And then it creates like a little like. 
parka fuzz hoodie around the flower. Yeah. The corona. Yeah. They're so cute. Although sometimes I've noticed on those Revolut Hoya, sometimes they don't reflex all the way. Sometimes they don't. I know. And I wonder what causes that, which I don't know, but I think that's interesting. Yeah. And then my favorite type of Corolla shape is the Campanulate oh. Corolla shape, which is like on the Campanulata, Danumensis, Mapigera. And they look like little uh they're like those big like white papery almost napkin-y mm -hmm. looking blooms which like i love bells. like a little bell yeah, yeah. they do the, also call them um the word bell campanulate bell sounds like campana in spanish which is bell really oh yeah they also call That's them cool. bell-shaped campanulate or bell-shaped and then oh, sorry what's the spanish word again of bell campana 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 cool bell <laughs> <laughs> and the last one that I know of is an urn-shaped Corolla, which is like the Hushgliana. The urn. So is that what's referred to here as Ursulot? Yes, I think so. Is that not right? No, there's like a couple ways to say some of these. So, so yeah, I like the what you said better because urn just... Urn. <laughs> but it yeah. looks like an urn though. It, it like does. when the bloom opens the Corona, you almost have to like peek inside and it's like a little hole and it never it's like, opens more. It's like, yeah, it's like cupped it's the, and then the ends are just like kind of like at the end. And it almost looks like you have to like peek inside the bloom to see the Corona. It's what the uh, Insularis bloom is, <laughs> <laughs> but it is very like that tubular, like an urn. And then, then the yeah. tip of it is just like a little star. Yeah. And you, I had to cut it to it, see what, what the inside looked like. It reminds me of when people used to flip their collar. Oh, the polos? The, yeah. Oh, my God. That's what it looks like. No. <laughs> oh, we can call that the bro flower. Yeah. Blow, the bro flower. Yeah, the bro bloom. That well, sounds I had a though. I had a bro flower <laughs> recently. You my bro flower? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think all of this sounds dirty. So That's right. We're talking about It's flower. right in line. We're talking about flower private parts. So. Okay. So, Lydia, you said you had a bro flower? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, so I had one on a Hushkliana. Oh, yeah. And classic, my plants, it's supposed to be a whole, like, cluster uh, on the umbel, but I only had one made it. Mm -hmm. Just one, but yeah. I still thoroughly enjoyed it and she was cute. So so if you looked at these different types of morphology for the Corolla, what would your favorite be? Your favorite would be the com Campanulata? Campanulate. Campanulate. The Campanulate blooms are my favorite. And a lot of the thin leaf Toyas have Campanulate blooms. Yeah. And so I think that's why... I love them so much. I don't know. I love the foliage. I know they seem plain, but those blooms are freaking gorgeous. Yeah. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. Yes. yes. I would have to say my favorites are, uh, it's a it's a tough call between Revolute and Flat. Oh, you just like them flat like that? Well, I like that. I like the fuzzy, but I also love when you can see the whole star shape. So. Oh, yeah. 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 What about yours? What's your favorite <laughs> shape of all? Mine is the just flat one, too. Yeah. Uh, I yay. like it because it's like she's not shy. She's just out there showing it all off. Yeah. And also, like, it usually it gives you like a whole umbrella, like the unumble. And they're supposed to be yeah. like some of the flatter blooms that I've seen are big ones. Yeah. So I could just like run my finger 
Yeah. If they if they don't fall off and they all bloom, well, they'll be at Adam's house, so they'll be fine. But I like those two because you, if you have a time lapse of them, you kind of watch the buds. Well, most Hoya flowers that oh, I they- have, you watch the buds. Like I call it the spread before they open. Because the buds form and it looks like you have like a fully formed bud that's about to open, mm-hmm. but you can tell when it is going to open because they all kind of spread apart. Like a firework? The pedestals like spread apart. Ooh. So when they do open, they don't like overlap each yeah. other, which but is I, really fun to watch. That's yeah. so crazy how nature just knows and this, to do that. The flat ones spread apart even more because the whole star shows like the whole and it just doesn't they don't overlap each other. They all are like in a it's wild. It's beautiful. I love it. Oh, <laughs> but I think it's, I mean, not that any of mine that are supposed to be in clusters have actually bloomed in clusters. <laughs> but when I watch those time lapses and there's just like the cluster of the blooms and they all open, just it's like pop. popcorn popping, yeah. which is so cool. I love it. Yeah. I have that one. I did a one time lapse of, uh, I think it was my EPC, Finlay Sony EPC 318. Mm-hmm. And I put it to Dirty Pop. <laughs> and I timed because you know they kind of pop yeah. when they open. Yeah, I timed the first pop to what's like dirty pop, pop, and yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I love it. And what about the little drippy drip juice juice that comes out of? <laughs> um, that is just <laughs> drip drip nectar. Juice. To, oh lord, this is the dirtiest episode <laughs> we've ever recorded. Uh, people. Uh, <laughs> I feel I get I always get comments. People are like confused that it would taste good, and I'm like, it's just nectar, which is just sugar water. Yeah. So lick your flowers. I, and, I yeah. think it's important to talk about because like people might see it and be like, oh no, my foil is melting or something. Yeah. If it's your first bloom and you know just a little bit of teardrop looking juice. Yeah, it's just trying to be like, hey, come over here. As long as you don't have a. I'm ready to be pollinated. <laughs> Not lactate allergy. Latex. Latex <laughs> allergy. <laughs> but I feel like the latex allergy would only be like if you chewed on the flower because the nectar, I mean, yeah. better safe than sorry. I was about yeah. to say, we are not doctors or botanists, yeah. so do everything in this podcast at your own risk. Exactly. <laughs> but which one of your flowers are super drippy? Like of the ones that have bloomed Obovata for me? and carii. Oh. And it's like a red drip yes it is it is surprisingly one that is very very drippy for me is mapigera oh. which is surprising because that one is an overnight bloom like it blooms at night and by morning it's it's closed but oh, every so single time gushing yeah it is it, oh <laughs> <Gushing>. god <laughs> yes it's probably Sploosh. saying that too <laughs> oh god <laughs> See, I feel like we just like we teeter the line of and that explicit mark. Yes. No, I feel like we haven't really crossed it. Oh, we're <laughs> just gonna, we're just gonna bring that down a notch. <laughs> PR Park but, over here is like, oh uh, no. But anyway, when I wake up in the morning and the blooms close, there's always like drops of nectar on yeah. my shelf. So yeah, yeah. See, I am fine. <laughs> What? I didn't say anything. The other interesting thing. <laughs> we also say anyway way too much. I'm just going to go ahead and point that out. Do we? <laughs> um, I was just going to say anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh. Hola, Hoya friends. 
so we launched our Patreon, aka Peduncle Pals. It's been a joy connecting more with all of you, chatting in our Facebook group, and sharing more behind the scenes through our exclusive Patreon episodes every month. We're blown away by your support, and we're so grateful for every one of you that is joining us on this club. You can subscribe through our Patreon link through our Instagram bio, episode descriptions, or show notes. See you there. Looking to elevate your gardening game this season? Well, look no further than Coast of Maine, your go-to source for premium organic soils for over 28 years. Organic approved and sourced from oceans and farms, their full range of garden and lawn products are designed to restore roots to the natural world. So picture this. You're struggling with lackluster soil, just like I did last year, and your garden plans just aren't thriving. And that was until we discovered Coast of Maine. Their products infused my soil with the healthy microbes and nutrients it was craving, resulting in vibrant outdoor plants that practically thanked me for the upgrade. Omri listed and crafted from natural ingredients like lobster shells and fish bones, their products not only nourish your plants, but also your peace of mind. Are you ready to take your garden to the next level? Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. That's why their products are carried by local retail partners who provide advice and insight, not just found in big box stores. And Coast of Maine knows from beginning to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. Their products make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. Let's get growing together. Visit coastofmaine.com today. That's coastofmaine with an E dot com. I can take the nectar being everywhere but if when it's the obovata or carii and it's that red color i don't it's like i don't know i don't yeah. i don't love those it's probably my least favorite ones but it still tastes good you should yeah. collect it and see if you can make it like lipstick someone did ask me when they saw Lip me licking gloss. a flower they're like i wonder if different species taste differently and while i know different species flowers smell differently i think nectar is nectar yeah because i've licked my philodendrons yeah the extra and it tastes nectaries. the same yeah mm. okay well I'm glad that that's not a video podcast because the action that I just witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So she Send me cash <laughs> if you want to see it. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it tastes the same, but I also don't have a very like uh, distinguished taste. Yeah. So I kind of want somebody who's like a foodie who really, you know, can really dial into the palate. Me. Is that you? Like, it's do you me. taste I'm things and you're like, oh, I can taste the this and I can taste this. Okay. And I wonder if, if different flowers would taste different. But then it, you have to them all bloom blooming at the same time. Because you have yeah. to. So I have to go to Adam's house. You almost like, would have to like, because it has to be like a sufficient amount. You yeah. don't like enough to like make a tiny lollipop or something. Yeah. Like just like really suck them out of there or something. Oh, I'm going to milk my pedestal. <laughs> I like this idea of Hoya lollipops. Oh my god! Yeah. Also, the pedestal is the stem of the flower. <laughs> <laughs> but it just sounded less bad than the rest of the stuff that I could have oh said. God. <laughs> say it, say it. What are you gonna milk, Dunk Daddy? <laughs> okay. okay. So, so there's some differences between different Hoya, and like we were saying, like the Mapichera. Oh, we didn't talk a... about the Polynarum. Sorry. Do you want to? Also part of the anatomy of the flower is pollinarum, <laughs> which is where the pollen is. And it's much like a orchid flower where it's like a little capsule that has the pollen inside of it. Unlike other flowers, that pollen is just everywhere. everywhere. And that's what everyone's trying to get to when they want to pollinate or no. So basically this pollinarium, when it is in the right spot, 
it will create like a tube from it to the ovary of the plant to release the pollen. Wow. Yeah. But it's really complicated <laughs> since only like four people that I know of successfully hand pollinate. So and they are <laughs> keeping that under lock and key because we have tried. Yeah. And we will continue trying. <laughs> Mr. Mr. What's his name? Ted Green. He would have told us. What do you have? I think Ted would have. Yeah. Because yeah, he he's a gem. Like- Ted shared everything because, yes, because in Fraterna, he actually talked about tissue culturing Hoya yeah. and his results with that and gave recipes for the solution to tissue culture. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. She's going to put you under what the <laughs> lock and key on your Go to the next one. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, there's some oddities and I'm differences. Gonna get, I'm going to get a text from Lydia in the middle night and be like, how wet is that flower? <laughs> Is your bro flower ready? <laughs> oh, Lydia's getting in on the game. Okay. No, take that out. Take that out. Okay. So there's some oddities and differences between different Hoya blooms. Um, one being how many blooms you can get. Yes. Some of my favorite ones are on the fewer side. And honestly, even the ones where you're supposed to get clusters of them, I've only gotten one because I don't, my, my plants hate me, but anyway. <laughs> Not true. But when I was reading um, in the, um, the handbook from the Swedish Hoya Society, which we are now a part of, um, you can see some umbels have one, sometimes up to like four. Um, the more common amount they say is like between 20 to 30, but then some can have upwards to 50 to 60, which I feel like is a lot. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Okay, but one of the things that you mentioned earlier, Jesse, you're talking about how you have like sometimes peduncles will form and then they never butt up. Like it's just the peduncle, the spur is there, but you never see any buds form. And that's happened to me a lot. Tell yeah, more. <laughs> but I actually had that happen before on my carry eye. I was getting peduncle after peduncle after mm-hmm. peduncle on them. And it wasn't until recently, and this is like two years later, that they finally started giving me blooms. And some Hoya are like seasonal bloomers, so they don't bloom year round, although some do. Yeah. What's weird? Was your spur growing or was the... No, it just, yeah, it just grew. The, just the peduncle like grew and it, yeah, it just sat there for two years. Yeah. And then it finally bloomed. So do you believe that that's a seasonal bloomer? I have heard that Caria and Obovada are seasonal bloomers and sometimes they need the shock of the season changing for them to start blooming. Mm. Okay. And yours got shocked when you moved and you put them in a... Yes. Yeah, so from... Like when it was in like fall mm-hmm. and it got a little bit of shock and then it started blooming. Okay. See, my Thompsonii uh, is one that has peduncles everywhere. Yes. But those ones actually like the spur keeps growing because little tiny buds like try to form and then they fall off. They try mm. to form and they fall off. Um, but it's really blooming right now as we indicated earlier in the episode. So that one's definitely probably a winter bloomer. But that one has been covered in peduncles Mm -hmm. for a year and nothing has happened until just now. Yeah. So it's weird how that happened. I don't know. I have a frustrating sometimes. I am 08 that I recently acquired over like the summertime and I had peduncles that had formed, but it never butted up. 
And this winter, they're literally bloom after bloom after bloom. We even went to the, um, what is it? The Huntington Beach SoCal. Um, Rare plant or club. Plant swap trade something. And there was one there where the flower had opened. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's finally flowering. But then everybody who has one. Theirs are budding up too. So I think that one might be a winter bloomer too. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fun. But then some of them, like you have Hoya that bloom all year round. Yes. Lacanosa usually are yearly bloomers. And Jesse got that Lacanosa bloom too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My regular Lacanosa bloomed recently. And then my unknown seedling has a little pedicle in it. Yeah. <gasps> Which one? Unknown seedling? The one. Yeah. Oh, from, oh. But you know I'm taking credit for that. No, I'm just kidding. Mine <laughs> no, does not have a peduncle. I would it. fully give you Actually, credit. no, I think it did have a little peduncle, a little mm-hmm. dunk. I hope I hope that flowers because I'm excited to see what they look like. Me too. But I and love my, that we're, go ahead. And my Vank Vences also has a Oh, peduncle. that's right. Mm-hmm. You've been on Dunk Watch. But it has taken me about three and a half years to get here. Yeah. Because I know I get a lot of messages where people are like, I've had my hair for a year and I've never gotten a peduncle. Like it took me years. It took me several moves and several (laughs) setups to get to where I'm finally getting peduncles. And then the peduncles wouldn't bloom. Now I'm finally getting peduncles and getting them to bloom. I'm adjusting my care. I'm adjusting everything. You just got to find your rhythm. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I went like two years without having a single bloom. But then ever since I consistently started using the nutrient for bloom growth, that's when I really started getting the blooms like you, Adam. You started my nutrient (laughs) system. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you know, not all blooms make it. I mean, I mostly only get one out of a whole cluster, <laughs> but I still enjoy it, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. still that one. So you just got to enjoy them when they come. <laughs> That's right. Um, do we want to talk about... Our experiences? Yeah. Yeah, we've been throwing that in here and there. Um, do we... Oh, we do have a favorite Hoya flower coming up. Okay. I have easiest... I was going to talk about that. Your easiest flowering Hoya, your favorite Hoya flower, and a Hoya you hope to flower. Okay. So our flowering experience... Is that just yes. meaning like... I don't know. Adam's like, everything's have... bloomed for me. Everything's oh great. Gosh. Okay, well, so about... my flowering experience is my life and it's wonderful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, how about we, what is the easiest flowering Hoya for you? Like one that's always flowering oh for you. Oh my gosh. No qualms. They don't fall off. Like You could put it in a dark room and it's still flower. Lacanosa. Like wow. I feel like most Lacanosa varieties. Right? Yeah, because yeah, I got that Lacanosa. I mean, Jesse, you have a Lacano- you. you had a yeah. Lacanosa yeah, bloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. I got a Lacanosa bloom, it's got to be easy. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it that way. But, you know, but I do mean it that way because, yeah. like, I literally pulled that out of a pot yesterday and was like, rip <laughs> from dry. And oh, like, and the roots were like attached to the cash bow. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, look at you doing the most. <laughs> so, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lacanosa definitely, I think, is the easiest. Yeah, for me. So the funny thing is I got a Lacanosa black from you, and it had spurs that were like one, two inches long on them, and then it's never bloomed for me. So, you know, she's she's doing her thing. It's fine. <laughs> 
But the ones that are consistently always blooming for me are my Lokii and my Mapigera. All the wow. time. There are always blooms forming on there and opening up for me. That's cute. I love mm-hmm. that. And those Mapigera, is that the the big blooms that you like? Yes. Nice. Like literally when the they napkin, grow, the it is blooms. so fun to watch them every day because they get like bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it literally is like, I, it's a it's a pretty large bloom. Like it fits in the middle of my palm. Oh. And it's this like, like very thin, dainty Next looking that bloom. Blooms, I want to like come set a time lapse up. And it just and it only opens at night, so I have to be up like right at the right time, and it'll boop open, and then by morning closed, and then by like the end of the day it falls boop, off. Gone. Open, sploosh, close. Yes, she's a quickie. She gets it done. So uh, <laughs> that's our bloom experience. I think the first Hoya that ever bloomed for me was my Carnosa, my heirloom Carnosa, which I can call it an heirloom Carnosa because mm. it has been passed down. Yeah. Like it's not a cultivar, but it's that's what mm. they just refer to it as. Yeah. But that was my first flower for Hoya ever, I think. Ooh, Do you guys remember yours? I documented last year my first flower that I got because I was so excited. Okay, okay, well, well, when she looks that up, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to tell about how I cheated. And I bought several <laughs> Hoya that had peduncles. They already had umbels and everything. I, it was just waiting for the pl- flower to pop open. Yeah. So anytime I would see something like that, I would buy you would it. snag it. And then I'd be like, oh, my God, my Hoya bloomed. <laughs> but it was already there. Like I it was at the, at the wind mark. <laughs> what was the first one, though? Do you remember? Um, the carn- the also carrie Oh, carry Yeah. On. Okay, and cool. it smells like chocolates. Yes. Yes. That one's a good one. Yeah. So January 22nd of 2022, my Paxtonia wow. bloomed. 012222. Yep. That's a good number. Yeah, it is. And then from there, literally like stuff was just popping off. Off. So, okay. Yeah. What a great year. That's exciting. Okay. So let's go to... Uh, easiest flower we already kind of talked about, right? Yes. Lacanosa. Yes. That's definitely the easiest. Do you feel Look, the same yeah. about that? Oh, yeah. No, my Lacanosa don't flower for me, <laughs> so I can't say the same. Yeah, you did just say that. I'm sorry. That's I really okay. am listening. That's Can okay. you repeat it again? But my look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so I feel like, hmm, okay. <laughs> about me. Okay, Jesse, what's your favorite Hoya flower? Um, Definitely probably the Undulata. I've never had it flower for me. But I did get to see it at Unsolicited Plant Talks, and it's just yeah. pink, and it's fluffy, yes. and it's literally me in Hoya version. I was surprised by how big those buds were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get huge. I thought they would just be like but before they open. Size, there's but... like it's like a bud, but then it has like a long. It almost looks like I don't know how to explain it. Those bubbling needle ornaments that you can buy, like lights for like vintage lights that. They were like pointed at the top and they oh, bubbled. Oh, like a little wisp? Well, no, but it was like a bulb light for your Christmas tree. And then it had like a little water pointy and it bubbled because the light heated it up and it boiled it. Oh, anyway, I never had one of those. They're vintage and they're really cute. Yeah, that must have been a really long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Whoa, about. what a bird. It was. But that's what they look like because they have like a very long pointed tip, almost like, yeah. you know, an, a knitting needle Wow. out of the bud. That's wild. Yeah, that's my favorite. I can't wait for one day my me to have an indulata that lives and blooms, and then I have the fuzzy all to myself. Yes. Oh. Rub your face all over it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, what's your favorite, Lydia? Ooh, so I had written down Mapijera, forgetting that I was going to mention it as one of my easiest flowering Hoya. But I would have to say Papashoniae. It's one of the most interesting Hoya flowers I've ever seen. It doesn't even quite like even look like a Hoya flower. Um, but it's just so it's almost like urn like but at the end there's these like little parts of the flower that like stick out like little fingers mm. but the best part about papashonii yep that's it don't they look really interesting yeah they're really weird it kind of looks like a starfish getting sucked into a portal it's really <laughs> they're kind of freaky actually but they're the most giving because papashonii are self-pollinating and last year my papashonii Double same. <laughs> Last year, my papashonii, like I got five blooms or something and I had grown them from seed that year and they gave me seeds. So, <laughs> And Adam and I also received seeds <laughs> and we got, I had a dry bunch of moss. Oh yeah, me too. Same? Okay, cool. But. They killed my babies. We did. <laughs> And then, my babies. but the thing is, and Liddy <laughs> would, would like post a thing of a Hoya. I was like, "Ooh, what Hoya is that?" And she was like, "Oh, that's the Papashonia, the one that I gave you." That yeah. You <laughs> How's yours doing? Yours should look like this uh, too. And but I was she like, gave me a new one, and it's it's you know not thriving. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's okay. She never She's gave me a replacement. Uh-huh. <laughs> so once yours thrives, you can you got okay, me. Okay. So uh, uh, <laughs> new <laughs> sticker idea. Uh, no self-pollinating shame, and then we could just have a peppershoni eye flower. I love it, gosh. or something along the lines of like self-pollinate. Yeah, yeah. But that was like is I self-pollinated <laughs> this morning, <laughs> and then it could be the peppershoni eye flower. I'm part of the self-pollinating club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that. Okay. My favorite flower. Aww. Are we ready to talk about mine? Yes. My favorite flower. Oh, this is a this is a really tough one, but. In my collection so far, the ones that I've bloomed, uh, elliptica, mm. because it's so you like them teeth. It's so structural. Like yeah. uh, we didn't really talk about it, but there are different uh, corona types. So you have the elliptica that has like the the upright corona. So like that star kind of jets up, and then the elliptica also has the reflexed corolla. I don't know. It's just such a cool flower. It's very like and the like a statement. Are gorgeous. She's just like, bah! yeah, and like right there, like up in your face and arms Flexed back out, just, and it's like, here's oof. my corona. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's all the reflex flower like. But before, but before it opens, it is like it looks like a molar. It yeah. just looks like a bundle of teeth. It's so wild, but it's fun. I loved it. It's anyway. a cutie. The, so, a, but I also really, sorry, I also really love the Lacanosa because of the the fuzzy Corolla, you know? Yes. Oh, I can't get over the fuzz. There was one time, off topic, but one time, Justine and I went to California and I saw a basket of Lacanosa and it had a bunch of patuncles on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my only chance. And so I took it. And then I repotted it and then all the peduncles fell off and it died. <laughs> because she repotted it like the moment it got home. I was like, girl, who repots 
something when it's blooming. Yeah. So anyway, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> she tried to cheat my way and it didn't work. Yeah. But okay, last one, last one. What is a Hoya that you hope flowers in your collection for 2023? Well, mine was part of, I think, the last episode. It was. Ganungading, but also elliptica. So those are still the ones I really want to flower for me. What I want to manifest for Adam's collection is that Imperialis that I did not give him. I gave it to Lydia. That is now at Lydia's house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let me remove that. (laughs) Well, are you Manifestation because it's never, ever going to happen. Shut up. (laughs) Literally, I was like, Adam needs to have this Hoya because... That bloom should be the size of my hand. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then, <laughs> it was like flopping around this this trellis. He goes, "I don't really want this anymore." Because <laughs> it should be. Yeah. Well, I have one, so maybe I can do. Yeah. That would be a cool Love bloom to you. see. Yeah, because Lydia's not going to get it. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I'm just making you like have that desire so that you like kick it up a notch and it happens like yeah. that that asian achievement mm-hmm. needs to be unlocked mm-hmm. what about reverse you, psychology yeah. um you know it's it's kind of basic but i really want to see my inner variegated lacanosa bloom it created a peduncle Ooh. and it budded up and then they all fell off and it's done the peduncle has done nothing dang i wonder if i still alive <laughs> Oh, I better be. No. I hope so. Anyway, um, that's so exciting. I really hope it blooms. And it's not basic. No Hoya is basic. Yeah, I know. But it's just, it's a lacanosa. But still, it's just. Because uh, there's I'm, always the hope that it'll look different. There is the hope that it'll look different. And I'm I'm finding that now because I have a lot of these lacanosa that you, you and I have gathered from our California trip from like when we met Ara mm-hmm. and that I've been propagating for all of us and they're starting to bloom, but I then know. they just look like a normal, like no swell, but it's still fun. Yeah. You know? Are there variegated blooms? My multiflora Corolla is variegated. The regular one or the variegated? The variegated, variegated oh. one. Yours is actually, it's beautiful because it's like roughly in the Corona and it's like a shiny sheen sparkly purple like a yeah. deep deep purple I think it's the literal beautiful oh, thing ever oh but that's the Corona mm-hmm. I'm talking about the outside of it is striped with green and white oh really what yeah. is so like before it opens so before it opens on the outer it's side striped of the striped green and white <gasps> and then when it opens and that's on the I back side of the Corona to that. okay next yeah. time I'll have I'll post we can post photos in the story okay, okay next time thank you to look a Hoya that I really want to flower this mm-hmm. year. So I talked about it in another episode that my Campanulata was budding up and it has been for a long time and the buds keep on falling off and the spurs getting longer and longer. And I think I'm giving it too much light. And so they're just falling off. So I put it into a darker spot and now there's more buds forming on it. Yeah. So I am really, really hoping this is going to be the year that that Ding Hoya blooms because <laughs> it is one of the ones that really sparked my love for thin leaved Hoya yeah. was the Campanulata. And now it's giving me these like big, huge leaves and it has peduncles. So I'm so hoping that this is the year it blooms. Cross your fingers for me. <laughs> I'm crossing everything. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you think that too much light is is something that some Hoya. It's a factor. 
I think bones. it could be because literally the only thing that I can think of was this peduncle formed at the very top of this U-shaped trellis and it is right underneath the grow light. And every single time it'll bud up just a little bit and then they just fall off. And I, the only thing I could think about was it was just too close to the light. So I've since shut that light off and put some more of my thin leaf toya up there that can do without a lot of light and see if that's going to do the trick. Cause that's the only thing I can mm. think of because humidity is not a factor. Watering is not a factor. Nothing else is a factor. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what might be it. And I'm hoping because I really want it to bloom. I've definitely had leaves that form too close to the light and then they just grow wonky because of the excessive light, heat, heat yeah, and, and light. Yeah. So maybe. So I'm hoping that'll do the trick. I've done that with a couple of Hoya too. I've that have been <clears throat> flowering, but not surviving. I've moved it away from the light. So I hope that's a trick. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Yeah. But we are going to make a post after this episode goes up. And we'd love for you guys to share what Hoya you hope to bloom this year. And we hope this year is a blooming year for everybody in the LTH fam. Whoop, whoop. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> but if you all like listening to this podcast, give us a follow a rating a share a comment <laughs> yes all of that will help get us into other people's ears yeah and we'd so so appreciate it but also you can find us on our instagram at let's.talkhoya yes which we'll have a post today and also tag us if you have hoya blooms like we want to see your favorite Ooh, bloom we want to yes. see your easiest bloom and you know write that on the photo and tag it and we'll add it yeah. to a highlight bubble for this episode um so anyone who listens to this after the fact can just go to our instagram and look at all the flowers yes yes oh a blooming week for y'all yes yes show us the flowers show us those genitals <laughs> show us your junk <laughs> just kidding also. keep it to flowers because i'm checking those dms and i do not want to see anything that is not hoya related i will be mad and i will respond in lots of angry spanish anyway are you but if you guys <laughs> yes. want to find the links and some of the things that we talked about here our show notes are available every other week with all of our episodes yeah. <laughs> you can find it um, we'll post it on our stories but you can always find it linked on the bio of our instagram Yes. And if you want to follow us individually on Instagram, my handle is at notdude. I'm at thegreenplant.az with Adam. And after a small hiccup with my axis, <laughs> I am at perritos y plants. Adios. Adios. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.